So good evening, friends. We have a new topic this week. So we're going to be talking about books. Um, I'm going to give a few books that have affected me. And if you have any, feel free to think about them while you're listening. So let's start. Um, Firstly, I'd kind of like to further elaborate on what we're going to talk about. We're not just going to talk about books. We're going to talk about books that have made us who we are further than simply affecting us without reading these books. We wouldn't be the people we are today. Now, don't feel bad if you don't have anything like that. It's totally fine. Not everyone is a literary mastermind like me, don't worry. It's okay to be a plebeian. (laughs) Just kidding, of course. So, books that have made me who I am. There's two that come to mind. Well, actually seven. Six were in the same book, but separate books, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. But I'm going with two, actually. Never mind. I'm gonna go with two. So, the first one, I'm sure you've read, and if you haven't, then go read it, The Hobbit. Um, I first read it when I was around seven, I think. After I read it the first time, it was all over. I think I read it maybe once a week for around a year. All of my thoughts were consumed with what was happening with Bilbo and the dwarves, even though I already knew because at that point I could recite the first page of the book from heart. I had a favorite dwarf, Dory, because he saved Bilbo and carried him on his back after the goblin capture, although he paled in comparison to the little hobbit who immediately I became. I changed my handwriting, whatever handwriting I had as a seven-year-old, to fit his spidery thin handwriting. Whenever I played in the backyard, I was always barefoot, constantly rubbing dirt on my feet for them to appear hairy, always wielding my whittled stick, Sting. (laughs) Funny story about Sting and me, we were trying to sell our house, and we had a giant unkept garden of bushes and leaves and flowers. Now, as a seven or eight-year-old, I think I was eight, maybe, um, obsessed with adventuring and Bilbo and all that, this was a very appealing area to replay the scene with the spiders and Mirkwood. I'm sure you all see where this is going. Yeah, I destroyed this garden with my little sting, but hey, the doors were free, so. (laughs) If it's not obvious at this point, I adopted Bilbo as an alter ego, reading the book. I was doing what he did, cutting apart the garden, he was doing it with me. Bilbo starts off in The Hobbit as a shy, introverted little guy, exactly the same as I was when I was reading it. He goes through this incredible journey, a coming-of-age story that was reflected onto me. Bilbo comes back from the Lonely Mountain, a changed hobbit, just like seven-year-old me was a changed boy after my return to Bag End. I think, in a way, I still consider myself Bilbo, not just because I'm short, shut up, <laughs> but because I had that journey. I experienced what he went through, and now I'm free to be the post-Lonely Mountain Bilbo. The semi-addict Bilbo, although the hobbit myself is, the hobbit itself is my ring. The Bilbo who throws parties just to make a fuss. I went into the hobbit as a shy little hobbit, and I came out completely different. I say all this to show what I felt about Bilbo. Honestly, even writing this, I'm getting emotional thinking about the book. I'm scared to read it again. I know I'll cry because J.R.R. Tolkien and his little hobbit together made me who I am. So, sorry that I didn't make it to the second book. If you're curious, it's The Horse and His Boy by C.S. Lewis. So, see you guys next week. That's it. Goodbye.